The Punch Stevenson Show. PunchStevenson.com. Episode 286. Sunday, November 13th, 2016. Back on the Punch Stevenson Show, episode 286. I think, I hope. Ugh. On the road back from the uh, one, two, three, uh, maybe fourth ever, fifth, fifth, uh, Rhode Island Comic Con, uh, Providence, Rhode Island 2016, possibly going in one of the few weeks ago, hold on, a few weeks ago, potentially con of the year, as, as it shook out, disaster of the year. con ever. Ever? Ever. Not guest-wise. Setup and everything else-wise, I think ever. It compares to the first Walker Stalker. Which I don't have a problem with. You guys got screwed there, but... I mean, I got everybody. This is the first con where everything I paid for in a day, I did not get. Really? Yes. Well, that happened to me at Wizard a couple of years ago. So... Yeah, this was. Um, you introduce me. Oh, Lance is still here. Yeah, I'm still here. Driving back. Yeah. I drove to. I think I drove 100 miles in 10 days. You 10 hours. A little, a little louder. I think I drove 110 miles. And they're miles racing the car. Because I want to go home. Oh, well, I'm here. We're at Goose Lane. Goose Lane, exit 59, uh, 95 something. South. Uh, it, it was a. It was a the con was a struggle. So, my weekend started the other night. I got word late. Did we do anything else last week? I can't remember. Uh, I don't think so. There was something I did. What did, what did I do? There was like a big want that I got over with. Uh, oh, the watch right ass. So, my weekend started with... <coughs> Sorry. Thursday night, right? Wasn't that Thursday? Friday you had a thing. Yes. Wednesday you got. Yeah, Friday was a disaster. Thursday was Thursday. So Thursday night, I get word that there's some premiere for the dumb Harry Potter prequel movie. Who cares? And I say I gotta go to this, not to the premiere, because I found out that John Voight. Yes, John Voigt was in New York for this premiere. I wasn't going to the premiere, but I knew where, his, where he was staying. And I said, I gotta go. So I went in. I was hanging around a while there. Eventually Voigt came out, just me and a homeless bum. And <laughs> literally, Voigt was very nice. Shook his hand, how's it going? How's it going, guys? Going good, okay. And uh, I said, John, I love all your stuff. Thank you very much. You're very kind, man. And uh, I got the picture with John Voigt. Great name. Now, John Voigt's a big supporter of uh, a certain guy who I can't believe won the presidency. I'm not going to talk about this in, in depth, but the man who has won at least two, if not more, lame idiot, lamest idiot of the year, Point Stevenson Show Award, Donald J. Trump. You have a, you have an award. 
at the end of the year? End of the year, every year, we have the lame idiot of the year. Some of the past, some of the past winners have been like George Bush. Uh, I think Tom Cruise, a few times. Um, people like that. Okay. Right. I didn't know you had an award show. We, no, it's not an award show. It's just an award. Oh, did you only do so? You do one year-end award. That's it. And it's the lamest idiot award. Lame idiot of the year. Trump has won it multiple times. And he's a president. And he's the president now. Well, well, president elect. Well, that means he's the president. No, January twentieth, he will be the president. Interesting. So, <laughs> so somehow Trump was elected president. I, I don't have a comment. No comment. No, I don't. Have a everything that needs to be said has been talked about by everybody. People who are going to move to Canada, like they say every four years, never move. They write thousand-word essays on how they aren't going to move because they make a living here. Blah, blah, blah. Well, think about it. If you were rich and you were annoyed by this and you wanted to move to a country, would you move to Canada? No. I also wouldn't say it, and I also wouldn't... I just... I wouldn't say anything. It's cold there. It's cold? It's hunting? There's, there's moose? I don't know. What is there to do Elk. Elk? Yeah, there's moose. So, um... Do you see there's a, the video of this stupid hunter shoots the elk. The elk is dead. And I don't know if he's skinning the elk or what the hell he's doing there out in the forest. And he, like, trips and falls, and the elk antlers, antlers like, impale him, and he's dead. No. <laughs> Who's taking the video? I don't know if it was a video, but, like, there was pictures of it and all. It was, like, a big story. I, 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 no. That's, well, dead. I That's, wow. All his ops gone to waste. That's true. Um, yeah. So before we get to the Rhode Island con, we got to do our, uh, I've got John Voight, but do my, uh, my usual, uh, celebrity deaths. Uh, I don't know where you left off, so I don't know who. Well, I'm going to tell you. First death that we'll talk about here. I don't know if you know anything about this guy. Uh, he was born, uh, April 23rd, 1956. He died October 21st, 2016. Uh, Kevin Meany, comedian. Yeah, yeah, I know of him. Wasn't he on Grace Under Fire or something? Too? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, uh, a little overweight. Yeah, right. obviously. Yeah. I never really was. I never really saw much of what he was in or anything like that. But apparently, he was well respected. Yeah, I uh, I think he was. I don't want to say big, but he was more around or material-wise. Like uh, when Comedy Central came out, because they were just grabbing any kind of content, so yeah. they had a lot of stuff out. But lately, I haven't heard anything about him. Mm. Too bad. Also, he was born October twenty first, nineteen thirty three. Died October the fifth, twenty sixteen, from Alzheimer's. Brock Yates. Now you don't know this guy. I know this guy. No. Brock Yates was a racing journalist for many years, uh, motorsports. He also was the inf infamously organized the uh, uh, Cannonball Baker coast-to-coast -coast runs. Now, what those were was back in the early 70s, back in the 70s were like the Wild West, they did this thing where all these guys got together. Some were race car drivers, some were just maniacs. They all started in some parking garage in like Connecticut or, or New York or something, and they basically raced coast-to-coast -to, -coast to Los Angeles, California. 
didn't, um, didn't they have something like that in Germany or whatever when Jackass did it, the gumball thing? Maybe. But Sounds like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the inspiration for the Cannonball Run movie. Well, that was my next question, and I... JJ! I did not know that. They weren't fathers! They were mothers! I love yeah. Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run 2? Oh, that, well, Cannonball Run 2 was an abomination. 3 was even worse. I didn't even know they had a 3. Cannonball Run 3 was uh, also was called Speed Zone. And uh, it uh, none of the Burt Reynolds and Don Lewis, they weren't in it anymore. Or, or Dean Martin or anything like that. It was uh, John Candy. What? Yeah. You need light? I just want to... No, never mind. It was a... That's no, fine. It was John Candy uh, and Eugene Levy. We, who also starred in... What was the armed robbery movie? Oh, oh yes! Armed oh, and Dangerous? Yeah, with Meg that, Ryan. That movie's fantastic oh, on so many levels. Horrendous. No, it's great. That's a great picture-perfect 80s yeah. rom-com, whatever you want to call it. I am... Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, Eugene Levy. Wow. Oh. <laughs> God, so, I miss Candy. Yeah, Candy was great. Uh, oh, oh, we're a poker band. Oh, we play poker. Uh, you ever hear of us? Uh, we're in the poker, 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 Pennsylvania poker, Sheboygan poker, poker dark, poker light. Bah, 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 bah. No. This is uh, this is a big month. You know the big Thanksgiving movie. Oh, you, you, planes, trains, and automobiles. You, you're musicians. Yeah, you had some hits back in the day. Between that and Home Alone, this probably gets the most airtime for any John Candy stuff. Right. So yeah, um, Brock Yates was the inspiration for that. Um, but then what happened? He just became a journalist after? No, he always was. Oh, always. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he used to be on uh, like decades ago. He used to be one of the pit reporters, like uh, on Daytona 500. Oh. Interesting. Uh, anyway, so also born on. Holy shit. What was that about? Wow. 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 <laughs> so. Wow. We're, How is this guy driving? He's still going. What happened? Wow. So there was, it looked like there was a wow. brief slowdown. We're kind of. No, 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 no. I, I, saw, I saw it. We're what in happened? Okay. We're in traffic. This guy in the left lane just went in the right lane. Swerve. Ah! I, I thought he hit the guy in front. Yeah, and then he's in the shoulder, and he's almost at the guardrail. I thought the guy hit the guardrail. I don't know how he missed the guardrail. I, I don't know. Oh, my God. I want to pull over and stop <laughs> and catch my breath. This guy... Uh, oh, man. What the no, hell was that? No signal, just... Poof. Did he fall asleep? No, he put just one thing in the right lane. He did it again. He used a signal this time. Well, that guy he cut yes. the other person off. Not oh. e did right into him. Not even cut him off. Right into him. Wow. The guy, I, I thought it hit him. I really thought he hit me. I guess he swerved to avoid him. Almost hit the guardrail. Ba -ba -ba. Oh, yeah. He was he was fishtailing there in the dirt. I would pull over and, I don't know, what? This bus is cutting everybody off. Yeah, I got to get out. I got to get off this lane. I got to get off this highway. I got to get off this state. Oh, my God. God, I almost want to pull over and be like, are you okay? Eh, I wouldn't care. That was, that was crazy. That was crazy. That's the craziest live thing I've seen driving. It reminded me, many years ago, wasn't that many years ago, oh but... Oh, my God. 
years ago. I'm driving home uh, during the middle of the day. I had to go home, go go home from work to do something real quick. So I'm on Route 21, New Jersey, and we're, I'm going along there, and there's hardly anybody on the road because the middle of the day. And all of a sudden, I see a gigantic wrench, like a six-foot-long wrench. I'm like, what the hell is it laying in the middle of the road? People are trying to get out of the way, whatever. Not kidding you. Within three seconds, this guy's not even phased over I know. Here. He... Wow. Within three seconds, that all of a sudden, I spot there's a garbage can. Oh. Sitting upright in the middle of the highway, uh. with most likely filled with very, very, very heavy tools. I see the thing. There's like three cars on the highway at this point. I see it. I'm slowing down. This moron in this small convertible sports car, who had been like tailgating me the whole time and all, was in so impatient. He flies past me. I'm like, okay, well, so let's see how this one works out. Flies past me. He sees at the last minute, he sees the garbage can. All he's got to do is move over a little bit. He misses the garbage can. He wasn't paying attention. He swerves to miss the garbage can and misses it. Then spins around and does three uh, 360s. Spins out. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. He hit the garbage can. I forgot about that. Hits the garbage can. The garbage can spills out into the highway. I'm dodging the freaking... I mean, I'm dodging... There's literally like gigantic pieces of metal flying all over the road. I'm dodging them. This guy spins out off the road into the side. It was insane. Wow. I also thought I was going to witness the... I mean, I thought when this guy swerved, I thought it was just going to be a big accident. Yeah, it looked like... It, honestly... It looked like it was just... just you were waiting for the... He was and going I'm right behind it. Back and forth. I figured he was just going to do like a, like a slap against that guardrail. And, um, you know, we would have just kept going, but... I don't know. If he went over, I think I would... I don't know what I would have did. Eh, I kept going. I don't, what were you going to do? I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to... I don't know. I don't know. I'm more shaken up than the guy. We should pull him over for the interview. Well, we just saw you smile. What happened over there? Huh? You tell us. Yell into the... Yell. Uh, anyway. All right, uh, back to celebrity deaths, even as we almost saw an actual death. death. Yeah, yeah. So, um, born September 26, 1918. Wow. Died October 27, 2016. I don't know if we talked about this in the Chiller uh, uh, recap, but the cool ghoul, John you Zachary. Know, I don't think we did. I don't think we did at all. Zachary, the cool yeah. ghoul. Did you ever get Zachary at the killer? No, I didn't think, care. I feel like he wasn't even. I don't remember him being like was, advertised when he I. He was always around. He wasn't like at a table or anything. I wouldn't know. He did have a table. I totally wouldn't know. Anyway, no, I never they, got the cool ghoul. They used to stick him in like one of the, like in one of the like offshoot like vendor rooms like that you never used to go into, and he was in there. Like where Bill Diamond is. <laughs> Bill Diamond. Right. In the in the in the haunted rooms, they have like all the the puppets, the props. Yeah, he'd be yeah. in there with the props, the Fraggle Rock prop or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, I never got the cool. But he died on Chiller Weekend. He did. Pretty fitting. And then, last but not least, uh, Will Ferrell's favorite, born July twenty first, th- nineteen thirty eight, died September uh, November the seventh, twenty sixteen. Uh, Parkinson's disease. Janet Reno, the former Attorney General. She died? Yes. 
I have no idea. Dead. I don't know where I am. D-E-D, no dead. No, I have no clue. Oh, my God. It was one of the few impersonations that uh, I actually liked that Will Ferrell did. Uh, I mean, well, it's so over the top. Yeah. Hurry, hurry, John. That was like his thing. Right, because he just talked like himself. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Uh, no Harry Carey? I love, you know, I did love the Harry Carey show. I did, but he only did that like twice. Yeah, but he did, he did a couple of weekends. Uh, Harry Carey. Hey, now the best one's hey, with Goldblum. Hey, hey Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Did you eat the moon? Look. You made a cheese? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Well, uh, you know, I'm not sure, Harry. That's an interesting did he, do, did he do one with Norm? Hey, Norm. No, I don't think so. Or he did one with Colin and called Colin Norm? Yes, he did. Yes, yes he did the hey, weekend Norm. update. No, 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 I'm not Norm. No, he got the wrong. I think it was like uh, Colin's first or second one ever. Uh, you know what? I replaced him, uh, uh, Harry. I'm not. Hey, Norm. Yeah, and he kept that, saying. That's fat. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's about all his impressions, really. Everything else was a character. George Bush. Yeah. I didn't think that was that good. So, um, before we get into the Rhode Island mess... Uh, oh, I got to... I, I went to a, 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 a an interview. And they allowed, they allowed us to do photos at the end of it. It was with the cast of uh, Hacksaw Ridge. For those who don't know, it is a... The next, uh, the second coming of Mel Gibson. Yeah. He's the director. Very good reviews. A little Oscar buzz. Very drunk. Uh, he's not drunk anymore. Nah. It's all in the past. So, it was Mel Gibson, uh, Vince Vaughn, and Luke Bracey. Uh, was an Australian guy. And, and basically, uh, Andrew Garfield's the star of the movie. It's a World War II movie. Conscientious object, objector who goes into the... Uh, Tries to they try to court martial him. Then he goes over to Pacific to fight in Japan. Saves seventy five people in one day. It was amazing. But story. all without a gun. Yes, would not touch a rifle. Yes, <laughs> that's the that's the amazing part. Yeah, or one of the yeah. So I went there with the the wood mow, marked out, and uh, we got the photos at the end of it. It was very cool. Uh, Mel Gibson though, sporting the kind of crazy beard. That he's had for like over 10 years. Only when he's acting, there is no beard. No beard. And he hasn't acted in maybe 10 years. No, no, he's done, he's done three or four things. The last thing I remember him being in is The Beaver. No, he's, he's actually... Jodie Foster. He's actually done like three or four other movies or other things. He did Expendables 3. That's true, yeah. I, you know, I totally forgot about that. You're right. You're right, you're right. Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, it was cool to meet, obviously, Mel, Mel Gibson, legendary. Vince is a great name, too. Vince, not who's usually nice. not very nice. Um, sporting his, you know, a 40 bold and overweight look. Yeah. So, um, and then I went to see Hacksaw Ridge, one of the few times I've actually seen a movie in the theater recently. And I thought it was very good. Very long. good. Is it long? Two hours, ten minutes. So, basically now short by mm. movie standards. True, you know I hate the long movies. There isn't a short movie out there anymore. Very, very graphic. But that's again tone of Mel. Mel, very graphic. So, um, are we in New Jersey? It smells like a fart. No, we're in downtown West Haven though, so that might explain it. Uh, like a fart. It does. I have an say. So, uh, that was cool. And then, so now I guess we can go back to uh, the Rhode Island mess. 
So, Rhode Island Comic Con initially was going to feature celebrities such as Jeffrey Dean Morgan of Anthony The Walking Mac Dead. Anthony Mackie, Falcon in the Marvel series. Billy Piper, Kate Beckinsale, Kate Mulgrew. Dennis O'Hare. Well, he's not that big. I'm leading up to a point. All right, fine. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> no lie. Look, Jordan's furniture. No lie. No lie. Wow, King Jordan. No um, uh, so anyway, uh, they have so Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, Christian Slater, one of our favorites, Paul Stevenson. Oh, John Heder, and then the American Pie cast, yeah, American Pie reunion, uh, uh, Fresh Prince reunion. Oh, no, the no Fresh will, Prince. But, uh, Tatiana, Alfonso, Damn, big. Uh, well, this is it's always the Rhode Island Comic Con is billed as the biggest show. In the smallest state. But well, guess what? They have they do have a point. They have a lot of names. Whether it's they have a lot of they have a good name they have a good number of A listers, which is, you know, two or three makes a big deal. Great list of B, and then you have your video game names and wrestlers and comic guys and et cetera, et cetera. You know, the weeks leading up to Rhode Island. Now last year it was hectic, but everything was done really well. Yeah. Everything was done fine. Uh, yeah. You know, it was hectic, but everyone got their ops. There were separate rooms. Blah, blah, blah. Well, that's not exactly true. Two years ago, the fire marshal shut them down, and people flipped out. I was not there two years ago. For my last year. Yeah. Last year, it was not shut down. Was, I thought it was fine. Got everything I paid for. Got some graph. Blah, blah, blah. In the weeks leading up to this year, Anthony Mackie cancels. Kate Beckinsale cancels. Kate Mulgrew. Kate Mulgrew cancels. Billy Piper. Billy Piper. O'Hare. The Fresh Prince people. All gone. All gone. So the only name really that's big now for Saturday is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey. Which is understandably oh, fine. Oh, and Kenny Baker died. Well, he died. Still. I know. Imagine if he was there too. He might have died there. <laughs> oh, Stan Lee was here though. That's right. Web schlingers. Uh, anyway, the real problem with the con, as it always is, the pro photographers are froggy. Froggy's not good. No. For many reasons, I will not go into it, but they are not good. Well, it's just that they had they had only two photo booths, and they had too many photos back to back at the same time. Back to names at the same time. It's too much. It's too much going on. The volunteers screaming at everybody. Uh, forget it. There's, then they don't print out right away. They actually were faster than they've ever been. Yeah, but still, it was a master holding them up. Well, you know. Like it's an auction. Who's photo? Epic, Who's photo? Epic Photos has the idea. They have a barcode. Yeah. They scan it. They come out. I don't I don't understand how no anyone cannot do that. I don't they, get it. As soon as you take the photo, when you are out the next door, you have the photo in your hand. Why can't they? Why can't the JPEGs get emailed immediately? No, no, the JPEGs is a show thing. I said I don't know what that means. Well, the show takes care of that. I said that's impossible. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is the first time ever that yeah. I've complained, and I was so upset. I said I'm going to do something about it, and I emailed Froggy while online waiting for a photo op, like ten times, taking a picture of the workers not working. <laughs> Dude, there were people. That was possessed. People wanted to fight them. People crying. Ugh. That is bad. But anyway, we'll get to all that. So already uh, there's some trepidation. There's cancellations. Yeah. The way the setup now, which I guess isn't Froggy's fault, was terrible. They had the photo ops in a terrible place. 
they had a bottleneck of, of you know where the fire marshal's coming. They put photo ops near the stairs. Uh, they put Jeffrey D. Morgan at like 2.30, and the next stop was like 2.45. Never going to happen. You're never going to get through a 1,000 people. In well, they oversell. Yeah. They oversell them. Uh, the autograph line, whatever. So. so our plan, this is Lanza and I, many of us, the Marked Out crew was all up there. We had Woodmo. Flair. We, had, we, had, we want Flair. We had Asian Dave. We had people off the board. We, we want had, Wong. We had Wong up Ushi, there. Ushi from Ushi and uh, We had Over the K Top. Bush. Class. Uh, Fake Crowbar. <laughs> Asian Dave. Said that. Jeremiah. Uh, ICW was up there. Uh, Josh. Roll. Uh, it was everybody you could think of. It's coming out for this con. Everybody. This was the big one. This was the King Alex. He's up there. Uh, Lab Rat was up there. Johnny John Ling. Johnny Johnny Boombody Johnny is Boom, up there. Johnny Boombas. I mean, you name it. Uh, you name it. You name it. They were up there. Humpty Dumpty. Whoa. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, oh. oh. people are insane. Oh my God. Oh. Where were these people when I was driving to Hartford? Oh God. So that. All right. So. So yeah. So our plan was. Here's what happened. In addition to Rhode Island. Comic Con. I learned about a month ago that one of my favorite actors of all time, one of my favorite shows of all time, Cleavon Derricks, Rembrandt Brown, the Crying Man from the science fiction show '90s, Sliders. Sliders. He was in Hartford doing some kind of play with uh, Gordon from the Sesame Street. Roscoe. So I knew about that. So uh, Lanza here was kind enough to suggest, well, if we go to Rhode Island, maybe we should get a hotel because we're due to two days. Well, okay. That's another thing, though. We would have did Hartford on the way home. Yes. Gail Godot was a Sunday only. And originally we were like, I don't know if we even feel like doing that to her. Nah, Wonder Woman. But nah. thanks to another marked out member. Uh, 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 well, there's a reason. There's a reason. Because... Beckinsale can Kate Beckinsale's cancels, <laughs> and all these people bought this VIP for Kate Beckinsale. A photo op, an autograph, a comic book, blah blah blah. So it works for Kate. These idiots at the Rhode Island Comic Con tell them, "Well, she cancels, so we're going to refund the photo price and the autograph price, but the VIP price, which was like a hundred and two hundred dollars, we're not refunding that." Yeah, the VIP price for her, even with the auto and photo, was still more than like the normal VIP price. It's like one forty. Still more. That's not the point. So it was like uh, the basically all of these people were out one hundred and forty dollars, and only got it to get Kate. Yeah. So one of the uh, people marked that uh, Tony Rubin, he he decided that after Beckettel canceled, he didn't want to come up. So he said. Who wants, who's interested? Because he had the Gal Gadot photo. He had a Billy Dee Williams photo. Goat 45. He had all these photos. And the, the VIP. I chime in. I said, what do you want for him? He gave me a really good price. I said, no problem. Sold. Ships him to me. Worked out fine. Yeah, so initially, that was our thing. We, weren't, we didn't know if we wanted to pay the price for Gail. But when we get the deal... I wanted her because I, I enjoyed the Justice League stuff. I enjoyed DC. And she's nasty. She's nasty on the street. She's nasty in person. She's mm -hmm. nasty at regular things. Hey, whatever. So, we, we 
try to think out how can we get Hartford and Rhode Island in. The plan is we go up Saturday, do the con, go to dinner, we'll get a hotel in Hartford, much cheaper, just need a place to sleep, we'll go to the play, yeah. right, and then we'll go to the con in the morning, get Gale, and be out of there by like one. Well, in the meantime, we also discovered that Richard Dreyfus wow. was also doing some kind of a play in Hartford. Yeah, so but. some people went for him. He screamed at class, called him a pro. Called him a bastard. <laughs> Excuse my language, but a pro bastard. And he shook his bag saying, what is in the bag? What all the merch you're trying to sell from me on eBay? <laughs> I don't want the merch. I want the photo. <laughs> so... In the meantime, those two dingbats went up there the night before. I'm to I told them. I said, the play this place, I know this place. I saw pictures from the past. They all come out of the same door. There's nothing, there's no argument here. Same door. What do they do? They wait at the front. Well, in these situations, they mingle. They mingle. I don't know what that has to do with coming at out At 11 p.m., they're mingling? Yes. No, they're getting out of there. And on, a, on a Thursday, they mingle. Friday. Friday, whatever. It doesn't matter. Even more so not to mingle. So. Anyway, so we decided to come up. Pick up Greg. We, we live in, you know, break of dawn in uh, New Jersey. We're on the road. Make good time. We're in Rhode Island. Great time. This is, right now, this is bad. We're at the convention. And uh, then we go about you know doing our thing and I got a bunch of people right away um, I got uh, Richard Greco from uh, 21 Jump Street and if looks could kill looks could kill and uh, I think he didn't was, look too good the last thing he's done I don't know if he cameo didn't he cameo in the 21 Jump Street movie with 22 that? Jump Street you sure yeah he was in the second one okay and then uh, Night at the Roxbury and he also appeared on Always Sunny as himself yeah that well, that's what he does now. Anyway, Agrico is fine. Uh, also, the American Pie people. Um, uh, that's my favorite op of the year, easily. Really? Even with Tara Reid looking awful? I get Tara Reid. Oh, that's right. Yeah, didn't have So I just went on the tables. Um, I got uh, Mina Savari. Looking great. She, she looks, looks terrific. great. She's very nice. Um, and then I went over to Thomasy and Nicholas, who. Uh, was uh, two iconic that? roles. Ron Gartner, Rosin Husner. <laughs> so from rookie of the year, I so I go up to him and I say, I go run a mucker. He goes, hey man, how's it going? And he had the Rowan Gartner jersey? jersey that they made for him like last year. Oh, and the Cubs hat. And the Cubs hat to throw out the first pitch at a Cubs game. That's that's fantastic. I said, Can you put that on because he was doing it. He goes, yeah, no problem, man. He puts it on and gets the photo. So I ended up getting the pro ops with them, but I paid for another one because I wanted that on. Uh, I thought that was great. You even got him like holding the ball. Yeah, just like the, yeah. the Yeah, that was great. So, um, yeah, he was he was a nice guy. Shannon was fine. Really? Nice. The pro op, she was fine. She's shaking hands. Nice to meet you. Agent Dave wanted to get her on a poster, and she insisted on personalizing it. He goes, no, I don't want personalization. She goes, well, it's double. Did he pay? I don't think he got her at all. I don't know. He was yelling about it. He's like, I'm not paying double. I don't understand that, man. What is going on here? Where are we? Well, that there's traffic. We're in Connecticut, and I don't know because I can't see past the traffic. So there might be a cop on the side 
Because I've noticed now, every time there's traffic, there's, there's like people cops. getting off here, maybe. But maybe it's Toys R Us. Um, yeah, I don't understand. Well, look, Richard Grieco's auto, he signed to Greg, and then his signature literally was through the to Greg. So he puts it through your name and then, like, makes it so you can't erase it to sell on eBay because yeah, everyone's that? dying for the Richard Grieco auto on eBay. Yeah. That you're already paying X amount for. So you're going to sell it for, like, three figures. Like, well, I don't know what these people are thinking. I don't know. Second of all, who cares? At the end of the day, who cares? Look at uh, us. I got them. Uh, also, DJ Qualls, your old buddy was there. Yeah, he was He was really good. I mentioned the uh, show Legit. I forget. I wanted to talk to him more about it. I know he turned down a role. I think he actually turned down Supernatural to be not a regular, but some more appearances to be on Legit. He played someone in a wheelchair, and he thought that would be... The, the word on the street was yeah. that would be more not I don't want to say uh, award winning but he wanted to play a handicapped character and, and I thought it would broaden him yeah that show lasted a year two years two seasons oh it was oh yeah first season was phenomenal second season eh, it's good but first season phenomenal uh, so yeah got him in my Supernatural book uh, talked to him about that a little bit ended up taking a photo with him the next day it was good guy yeah. uh, Miss Belding yeah. So Dennis Haskins was there again. Hey, 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 hey. What is going on here? He looks so... He's messed up. He actually looks better than he did like a few years well, ago. You, have you watched Mad Men? No. He guest started one Mad Men. He, well, he was about 450 pounds. Well, when he, he made that one appearance in uh, a, thousand ways to, a Million Ways to Die in the West. Oh. And he looked oh. terrible. Torture. 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 Yeah, so he does look better than that, but he still looks... I mean, he was eating Pringles at the table. That, that's a Oh, thing. boy. So. And, all right, so... Michael Bell. Yeah, Michael Bell was there. I said hello to him. So, we also... We got a... We split a photo with Amy Jo Johnson, the pink Power Ranger. Oh, yeah. My, my first ever crush. Well, second. I like Lori Loughlin was my first. And Becky. Mm. Uh, I also got the Billy D. Williams, as I said. So, I got the Billy D. Williams on the table. And, uh, I don't know. He seemed, like, out of it. The guy, the handler was, like, telling him what to do. And then he's drinking this tea, and he's, like, hacking. <laughs> I don't know what it's in this tea. <laughs> a lot of people. This is a rough weekend for people. And I said to Billy, oh, it's great they had you, uh, you know, Star Wars Rebels. I love that show. I hope you're around there some more. He goes, yeah, they'll have me some more. Yeah, definitely. They'll definitely have me some more. <laughs> I feel like sometimes when you just talk to these people, you know which ones you don't care at all what you're saying. Oh, yeah. He, he's he's out of it. Right? And just around of it. And then others. Again, I think Qualls, who I saw today, was a little over the top fake. But like yesterday, I felt was more uh, genuine about talking about something that he was passionate about. Like when I got the photo with him today. Wait, man, where are you from? The Bronx? I live in Soho. Well, I don't care. No, Come he on. doesn't. I'm saying he does. You were there. That's what he said. Ba -ba -ba. Then I, I was talking to Thomas E. Nichols. I said... I said, I heard he got a band because he had all these CDs. He's like, did you ever come to the city, New York City play? He's like, he's like yeah, you know, we used to do it a lot, but then my, but one of my bandmates uh, moved to California, so we got nowhere to stay. And I'm like, so you don't come at all? You don't get a hotel? No. <laughs> nowhere to stay. Uh, Tour bus? The Merit. That must have been the bad one. Uh, <laughs> Imagine the Merit Parkway. Um, 
Yeah, he was like he was. I think he was really down to it. He's really genuine, like funny, and like appreciated people being there. Um, so um, we also uh, I had to get a picture with Travis Aaron Wade, who's a frequent uh, guest on Supernatural. And so he goes, "What did he say to you?" No, he goes, uh, "Talks to you. Nice to meet you." I said, "Ah, oh, my name is Joe. You know, I've met you before." And he, the first thing out of his mouth, I you can tell it's a little BS, a lot BS. Yeah, man, you look so familiar. And I was like, he's like, where? And I was like, oh, you know, creation. Ah, oh, yeah, creation, definitely. I was like, oh, you know, Parsippany, New Jersey. That's the one I was going to say. Yeah. He's like, that was a great time, right? And I was like, nope. no, I hate that con. It's terrible. Ah, yeah, he goes, that's nah, great, man. man. Yeah, I guess that's good. Let's do this photo. Yeah, it's fine. Come on. Come on, come on. I also got a photo with Howard Finkel. Really? Yes, I've never gotten Howard Finkel. Really? Will he do that? Uh, I uh, for a price he'll do anything. A price. I feel like though, if I give him like dinner and a couple of hundred bucks, he would do it. Interesting. Uh, but he was very nice. He kept thanking me. He yeah. asked me where I was from. I told him. He said, "I know that. I know what that is." Yeah, Fink's nice. Fink, Fink always like takes the time to talk to people and mm. how he wants them. Uh, so. Uh, who, oh, we also got the John Heater. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, I thought he was, like, great to talk to. We talked yeah. about, uh, you know, because you asked him when was the show set. I talked about the cartoon a little bit. I, I, I said to him, I was like, you know, gave him this vibe that it was, like, the 80s or something. Like, it was really weird. He was, he was like, well, they had the internet. Oh, yeah. Well, he said modern times. I And, again, he, he explained how it was just that they were so out of touch with stuff yeah. because it was middle of nowhere. I thought you were going to tell them that you just saw Uncle Rico at Comic-Con. Why would he care? I don't know. To make a breaking point. Instead of asking him when the show was set, and his answer was internet. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did ask him, I was like, well, what do you think the cartoon failed? Do you think it was like too later since the movie came out? No. I said, really? It's, you know, it's 14 years later. I don't think <laughs> people who are watching it don't even remember the movie or anything. It wasn't like, you know, someone, like he goes, someone told me I should have did live action. Like a <sighs> sequel? I don't know. You probably could still do it because they remake and sequel everything nowadays, and you really got nothing going on. Yeah, but that would almost, to me, that would be like the Pee Wee Herman movie or yeah. Dumb and Dumberer. And, yeah, but they uh, all do it. I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to be good, but they all yeah. do it. So. Well, the cartoon almost sounded like when Mel Brooks did the Spaceballs cartoon. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, which was definitely. the worst thing he's yeah. ever done in his yeah. whole career. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's no, there's no salvaging that. Uh, who else? Uh, he also mentioned, uh, when I was talking to DJ, I asked him about a legit movie. And he goes, you know, I'm on a new show. I don't know if you you know, Amazon, Man in the High Castle. So, you know, Netflix won't touch me now. No. I'm glad you plugged your show. It's fine. Sorry about that. Um, oh, you got Nolan North today. Yeah, Nolan North is one of the most famous uh, current video game voice actors. He's done Uncharted, Last of Us, Assassin's Creed. Most Deadpool, right? Yeah, I think that's a cartoon, Deadpool. I don't know, you know. Anim I think it's the animation. I think it's the new animation that he does. <laughs> I don't know. I really thought it was that it was a game, but Could be. I, I. Nah, I think it's animation. Uh, I think nah, I think it was. I think it was anyway. But um, I think his most famous voice would be the Uncharted Party. series uh, as uh, Nathan Drake. Uh, Uncharted one and two, one of my favorite games ever. So I, I said to him, because I look at his Wikipedia, 
and it said that he was a reporter in New Jersey for many years. So I asked him, I said, you were a reporter in New Jersey? And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I worked for uh, for RNN, and, 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 you know, and I was doing in uh, New Brunswick. And, yeah, you know, it was Based terrible. I hated everybody. <laughs> I hated New Jersey. I was like, oh, okay. Supposedly, he quit after the blizzard of 96. Oh, boy, that was bad. One. Said, I'm done. I moved to California, and I got a five-year deal from ABC for a TV show. I don't know what he was talking about there. Well, he was on, um, there was a soap opera called... Um, Oh God! Not passions. Or one passions of those. Was NBC. One of those. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't he was know on he was that for a while. I know what he was talking about. So but anyway, the blizzard of '96. That was the one that was so bad. It was like 26 inches or something. Like two feet. It was in the spring. And I remember. I just remember that it was just awful. It was so bad. Literally. Like cars were coming through for a week straight. Couldn't we, get I had to, we had to dig ourselves out the back door to get out of the house. Like the front door was not going to happen. It was, it was the worst ever. '94 was also a bad one because I remember. Yeah. I think the spring also had one in '94, or maybe even earlier, like late winter. And that was another bad. Yeah, one. was a lot of blizzards. Yeah. Uh, Jim Brock, Jim Parrick, uh, True Blood, Hallelujah. Boy, he was uh, supernatural. Apparently, we're like, hey, I didn't know you were supernatural. Yeah, I was a whale guy. Eight years ago. Eight years ago. Oh, so you were all right. Well, hey, y'all. Uh, I mean, he was barely awake. Well, the guy, he was nice. I mean, I mean, he was okay. The guy in front of him, uh, in front of us, disaster. I never seen the show. Who is this girl you in the picture? Uh, Bought an autograph for three dollars. Never doesn't know who the guy is, unless he knows him from a movie. And got his oh. I don't know what that was about. And he took Great. the really good eight fight <laughs> that I wanted. <laughs> Idiot. That's pretty good. Ric Flair was over in the corner. Woo! And the whole time. Hey, I mean, he was charging 50 a photo, and a lot uh, of people uh, getting uh, photos, so more power to the guy. Probably made more there than we get on a professional photo. Uh, yeah, apparently it was a fight with him. What was going on with that? So I was in the booth. So Froggy's backed up. Uh. Shocker. Problem number one at like 11 o'clock. Or 12 o'clock, whatever. I, uh, it's Mark Boone Jr., who, Memento, who I don't even think he remembered he was in. Probably not. Because I told him, I was like, yeah, man, I, you know, I really like Memento. Yeah. <laughs> so once you get the yeah, you know it's just lights out. So uh, they go, you know, Mr. Bo- they're all backed up from Sons of Anarchy. Group yeah. shot. Well, they also, what they did was they made the group times the same time as the single op times. I don't know how they figured to do group ops and single ops with four people in a span of 15 minutes. And everyone was late. Uh, No authority on Froggy. And Froggy's photographer's laughing. Uh, He's taking pictures with the people. The staff is paying. Yeah, what was it? You were saying you you were trying to get the American Pie people. Uh, Let's get to that, Ed. Let's get to... All right, so, uh, so Mark Boone. They go, Mr. Boone. Flair is talking to someone at Froggy. And he's just shaking his head and shaking his hands. Because he had an op, let's say, I think it was, let's say, 11.45. And Sons of Anarchy is still there. And now it's 12 o'clock. And he's going, I got to get out of here. I just want to go back to my table and make money. I'm not making money by sitting here. Like, I, this is no good. And they go, well, you know, we're back up. And, you know, you got to understand. And he's like, well, no, I'll just leave. Said, well, you can. He goes, I don't, I, I, I'll just leave. Basically, that's the gist of what was going on. So, Mr. Boone, we only got three Ric Flair ops. Can we please get them done? Yeah, all right. Well, ready, break, ready, break. All right, they get the three flare-ups. 20 more people come out. 
or ten more, whatever it is. And uh, Ric Flair is going. I thought it was only three. Let's get this over with. Mark Boy, I'm making money. Then they finish. Everyone's getting photo ops with Flair. The photographer, the staff. I saw you yesterday. So what's going on here? <laughs> Boone is like, I don't, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't, what is, what is, I just want to finish. No offense. I said, no, I understand. I'm with you. I just want to finish. So that's, that is a part of the froggy disaster. Awful. They made sure they all got their own stuff rather than take care of everybody. And then they're trying to say, well, the staff pays. And I say, well, no, I don't see that. I'll get to that in a minute. Anyway, so Flair, I think Flair did fine business. You know, the RF guys never do business. They never bring in business. The Godfather, Billy Gunn, uh, Damian Sandow, Hornswoggle. Those guys never draw. So Kelly, they would. Kelly. Yeah. Uh, Christy M. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you also got an autograph. I saw you got a figure signed by Michael Cutlets. Yeah, Cutlets was actually a really great guest. I met him at the Walker store. It was just a quick photo. And uh, I had a figure. He's only 40 bucks. I said, ah, you know, he had no line. So we go to Cutlets. Uh, spoiler alert. He ain't on The Walking Dead anymore. No, he's dead. He's dead. So he did a, a thing, uh, an improv thing uh, with Sasha, right, where he was talking to. Um, and he gave me some info, which was pretty good. I said, did you improv the peace sign? And he goes, yeah. Originally... The writing was that I turn to her and look at her. And then, like, a day before shooting, they go, we can't do it. The last scene of season six is the bat looking up at your head. Yeah. I can't cut to you on the side. That's not in the cut. He goes, well, that's a problem. <laughs> so he made that up on the spot. And he goes into, um, he said, you know, how did the shooting go? Did they shoot all that at once and then break for seven? He goes, no, we stopped shooting with uh, us on the ground. They yelled cut. They took us out. They show Jeffrey Dean beating the ground on yeah. the camera. Cut. Everyone breaks. We get back. We all line up in the same position, same clothes, same everything. He goes, I don't know if it really worked well. You know, maybe they should have just shot it and then cut it differently. Ba -ba -ba. You know, no spoilers. And people kind of knew. And then I'm talking. I said, well, did you kind of have a feeling your time was up? I feel like they gave a lot of clues that the character's arcs was really coming to a close. You break up with someone. You find someone you really love. Your necklace is gone. He goes... No, but yeah, it was my. You know, he goes. Characters don't really last long. You're on there a few seasons. You just know it's kind of it's kind of wrapping up. And he goes, when they're kind of forcing storylines, eh, you know, he kind of was like, man, just. Eh. Okay. So he was he was really good to talk to. I got a ten minute conversation with uh, with uh, with him, and there was a line. He didn't care. He was really down to earth. I didn't rush anybody. Really, I had a good time with him. <laughs> I also got John Ratzenberg. Oh. Uh, Cliff Clavin, huh? Uh. Uh, don't do that. That's a bad impression. No. Anyway, no. Uh. Anyway, he is he is definitely on the clock. Sammy. Uh. You know, pro ops only. He's on the contract. Yeah, he is he's late. He's late everywhere. So, uh, I'm trying to build my I'm trying to build my questioning instead of sounding stupid. The last string of celebrity that I talked to, pretty bad, very bad. I'm trying to you know see what's gonna happen. I go to John, uh, thanks. He goes, how do you want me to sign it? I said, could you, I got him from Ham on Toy Story. I said, could you sign your name and put the character name? And he just looked at me. And he goes, maybe. And I said, I don't, goes, well, did you say maybe or is that what you want? 
I would like you to sign and put the character name. Oh, okay. All right, so who's your favorite character to voice in Pixar? Uh, Dragonfly, E. Yeah. E-Fly. That was it. That was just. That was it. Sorry. Uh, thanks. All right. No reason. Just okay. Uh, got Kevin Eastman. Uh, yeah. A couple comments. Ninja Turtle creator. No post photos. Photo op is five o'clock today. Just now it's starting. Oh boy. So, uh, but yeah, he was fine. He was, you know, he's involved with the new show and he's talking about the direction of it. And bah, bah, bah. That's all right. Trying to disc. So, uh, yeah. All in all, as you might think now, listeners, everything's going swell. We're talking to celebrities. That's not good. But we get to the pro ops. Number one, we bought autographs for Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, God, that was the worst. Okay. We buy the The, autograph ticket. The Jeffrey Dean. So I had a VIP, so I was in a bit of a better line, but it still wasn't great. And I had these nice people there. They were holding my spot all day, so I jumped all... This is on Saturday, so I kept jumping back and forth and whatever. Greg is extremely nice to take my humongous Supernatural book. Oh, the stupid book. Listen, I got everyone in there. It's a good... I think it's great. So, you know, we're doing well. Uh, He's scheduled to sign until 2.15 and do the pro-ops. But he shows up late because they flew him in that day. Shows up late. Nice guy, but he shows up late, not his fault. We're in shades. Uh, we're in a hat in front. Uh, they lined the pro ops near the stairs. And, well, number one, I missed it out because just there's just too much going on. Forgot how I missed it, where we missed uh, it. Well, one was Wong's fault. Right. So I go, you know, what are we going to do? He goes, I don't know. He goes, he goes, what's next on, I was talking to the photographer, what's the next thing? It's Jeffrey D. Morgan, right? I said, yeah. Yeah. He goes, yeah, I don't, you know what? We sold 800 photo ops. <laughs> I don't, I can't handle 800 people here. And he walked away. <laughs> so that's bad. Okay. Yeah, that the group ops don't start at 2.15. There's about 1,000 people lined up in the hallway without a line. Fire, Fire marshal. The stairs are shut. No one can go up and down. No one can go in and out. Disaster. Jeffrey Dean stops signing at 2.15. Yeah. So at this point, he stops. He's going, I got to do some photos. So I figure, all right, well, he's, you know, and he's not going to be back for a while. So I waited there. He's not going to be back till 4.30. Yeah, so I waited about five minutes, and I went up to the the guys there, and I said, when do you think he's going to be back? They said, well, uh, you know, probably skip the panel, but he'll be back here probably like 4.30. But I said, all right, fine. So the people hold my spot. I leave, go back up to the convention floor, because class is up there, and I got to split the... Class is texting, by the way. He's freaking out. Brianna? Who needs Ian Ziering? Who needs uh, Sasha Storink? Just, just random names, random He's prices. freaking out. I said, all right, I'll do it. So I go up there, and we get the girl, Brianna Hildebrand from uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. Great name. And uh, <laughs> we get her, and the cla- class is fighting. He was freaking out. They're doing a picture, and class is like, ah, da, da, da. Can I see? Can you move? Then we get the Ian Ziering. We do the photo normal. Then he's like, "Oh, we do tough guy. We do arms photo." <laughs> Class didn't want to do it. Nah, he's like, "Come on, come on, we do tough guy." Nah. You know what that reminds me of? Uh, what's his name? Nathan Fillion. We'll no. do. Let's do a rock star pose. And we're like, "No, dude, no, like, I don't know what here. to do." And it just looked like I'm, I don't know what I'm doing, shrugging. I get Ian's here, and then I said, "Ian, I always needle him with this." I said, "Come on, I saw you chill at that time." Felt bad. They put you there with Screech. 
He goes, yeah, yeah, man, that was a guy, a weird guy. But you know, the worst was the other side was that that Bobbit guy, man. Like, oh, he was at that show. Yeah, he's like, yo, man, he, you know, he's selling the knives. I should have bought one of those knives, right? I was like, weren't those plastic? No, man, those were real knives. I can't believe they had John Wayne Bobbitt. Yeah. And I told him what he, John Wayne Bobbitt did. He was like trying to like grab me and Rob to get us to the table to like buy something. We're like, no, that's out of here. Pretty awkward. Well, he's valid. Yeah, it's actually, his plastic is valid. Yeah. Not uh, really valid. Porn star. Nah. He's uh, uh, yeah. So. As this is going on, I'm waiting in the Jeffrey D. Morgan photograph line. And the girl behind me goes, yeah, now it's like 240, you know, froggy. Everyone's losing it. The guy's walking up and down the line pacing. A lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people. Where you put them? A lot of people. I go, oh, yeah, Jeffrey Dean, I don't know if, he, I don't know if he's, he started yet. She goes, couldn't have started. I just got his autograph. I said, excuse me? Yeah, I just got his autograph line. Look. Oh, boy, this looks bad. Called Greg. Ah, Greg, where are you? Greg, Greg, he's signing, he's signing, Greg. Turns out he did come back after the group op for whatever reason to sign for like 10 minutes or 15 uh, minutes. It's just, just bad. For no like no reason that he had to do that. Uh, there's got to be miscommunication on Froggy, on somebody. Yeah. I had a, uh, anyway, he comes back to the table, he signs for 15 minutes. Well, SOL for us because in that 15 minutes we would have had him. Yeah, and well, not only that, the people that had been holding my spot, gone. They were gone. They got him and left. There's nothing they could do. They texted me, but there's there was nothing I could do. Just, also, it took too long. To also, get down Rhode there. Island, you had to go out and back in uh, instead of the bottleneck that was fine. You can't go out the way you came in. You got to rescan. You got to re go through the security. So. Greg gets back online. I go on the photo line. We have class. Very nice of him to do. Well, I'm not doing nothing. I'll stand in line. I will hold the fort, he said. Okay? He holds the fort. Now, now it's like, again, I don't know what time it is now, but Jeffrey Dean's not moving. No. Okay? He's not there. Right? Not there. Dana Woodmoo is in the line. I'm trying to get another op. We're trying to get refunds. It's just pandemonium now. Pandemonium. People are screaming. Froggy is screaming about Stan Lee photos from 11 o'clock that didn't print yet. Is this yours? Holding it up, screaming. Now, people don't know. They set up ops everywhere. There's two tables, just thrown ops everywhere. People don't know. Also, Froggy stopped selling ops till 1 o'clock. Not because they're sold out. Can't handle the business. They can't sell them. Why? Can't handle it. All right? Now, Jeremiah did not want to split. Jeffrey nope. Dean Morgan. Can't split. Right? Goes to buy him. Sold out. Sold out. So. Then we find out he's got hat and shades. Greg goes, you know what? I'll split with Jeremiah. Jeremiah's phone's dead. <laughs> he stops texting. He stops all communication. It's like giving up on life. Now we're in the Jeffrey Dean Morgan line. It's moving. We're a little, you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. I have an idea on how to reach Jeremiah. Oh, God. How class? We will page him. Asian Dave is videoing us. He's running to security. Security's telling him, get out of here. Okay, I do it. Class can't leave. He's got our stuff. He's just leaving. I'm saying, don't go. What are you doing? Our stuff is there. Supposedly, they got it to page. No one heard it. No one heard it. We get the op. He's got shades and a, and glass and a hat. Nice guy. Uh, we leave. 
Jerry's nowhere to be found. We miss more ops because just it's too long on the line. All froggy. All froggy. They, anyway. they, just, they can't handle people. So finally, around 7 o'clock, I do get to Jeffrey D. Morgan. And he was nice. He signed our stuff. And I had the slider shirt on because I was going to wear it later that night. And he's like, yeah, man, it was a good show. And you know, they should bring it back. And blah, blah, blah. And, you know. Yeah, he was great, dude. And I don't have to worry about him. I don't have to worry about the book. And uh, call it a day. Uh, I think that was it for basically Saturday. Oh, the American Pinecast. Here's, here's where I flipped out. So I, me and Dana are getting pro-ops with them. Okay? Most of start at 5. They come late. Come like 5.15, 5.30. They're supposed to be in booth 1. Jeffrey Dean took too long. They're in booth 2. Blah, blah, blah. They line up single first and then they're going to do the trio op then they put the trio op first just pandemonium with lines and stuff okay i get in we're gonna get rowan gardner we're ready who shows up stan lee who's late himself now it's six o'clock stan lee takes stan lee takes a photo with the cast then he takes it with just mina then Mina and Shannon. Then just Shannon. Then just Thomas. Then one with just Thomas and Mina. Then one with just him, Thomas, and Shannon. Then Shannon takes one for her phone. Now they're switching phones. I said, Miss, what? Woman goes, you know, I'm a volunteer. I'm here to make people happy. Nah. Are you happy? I said, no. She goes, oh, what's the matter? I said, well, everyone's screaming in my face. This? She goes, well, we're not contracted to do anything. I said, really? Your photographer's getting a photo. You can't tell him not to do that? That's unprofessional? We pay for it. I said, where's the slip? You're not paying. Stanley's bodyguards are getting ops. They're getting ops for the Facebook page. They're tweeting as they're taking the ops. People from the other line are coming over. They're 20 minutes of just photo ops with Stan Lee and the American Podcast. They're done. Mina Servani goes on her on the side to post the ops and upload them to Flickr, whatever she's doing. I'm like, miss, we gotta get out of here. It's 6.15. We're an hour and a half late. I'm, <laughs> you gotta leave. We have to leave. Meanwhile, I'm still creeping at a foot, uh, you know, every 20 minutes in the Morgan line. <laughs> the line that you gave me was, I'm three-fourths from the front of the line. <laughs> well, that's why I said, I don't even know what this means. Bad. So then I was like, can't you tell her, like, there's people ready for your photo? There's no authority. Except with the woman screaming at people. Who's got left? Had it. Emailing Froggy. This is a disaster. I'm online. I'm aggravated. It just, it was bad. So we ended up missing about like four pro ops that day. Yesterday. And uh, I ended up at the end, got everyone I wanted. But Saturday was just a terrible day in terms of just organization and, and the way they handle stuff. And it's down to Froggy and, and you know, whatever. We go to dinner, and then we go to Hartford. Ugh. We took a back road. People driving 35 miles an hour. There's no lights. There's no signs. Yeah. GPS signal fades in and out. The gas is close to E. You know, the, the works. So, we go to the play. Uh, never see Gordon. What's his name came out? Oh, yeah. Cleveland Derricks. He was cool. 
You know, I had him sign the sliders. I said, you're taking me back now, man. Well, this is great. He said that about the CD cover. Yeah, the CD. Asking ask him for a photo. Oh, he looks around. You got to make it quick, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Don't worry about it. Uh, you told them I enjoyed that show, even when it stunk. Uh, <laughs> Craig goes, no, nah, I don't think it stunk. Yeah, man, that's four seasons. Nah, it fell off. Uh, right. Right, right, right. So, go to the hotel after day one. Just exhausted. Tired. Just beat up. We think day two is going to be better. Got to be better. I thought it was a little better. <laughs> Not much. Not many people. So we go to, that's when we got, you know, we, we end up on Noah North and stuff like that. Gail Godot is supposed to start at 105. Ray Fisher is supposed to start. Cyborg, 105. Yeah. Their duel off is supposed to start 105. Impossible. Impossible. They line up the Ray Fisher duel offs first. Hey, do we, do we get off here? I gotta use a bathroom. You gonna put that into the show? Yeah, I'll stop it. I think that they're. Sunday big name and that was a disaster how well no not a lot of people got her signature so the signature line went pretty fast compared to the Jeffrey Dean Morgans who was there till 10 o'clock I heard mm. so we get our rate so that again where we left off was they scheduled three photo ops at 105 that's uh, not gonna happen they call Ray Fisher duo ops with Gail now who's Ray Fisher Cyborg from the now DC universe. I believe that's probably all he's done. <laughs> what? 
And then you asked him if he was going to be he was going to so, be doing more of that, and it was a weird answer. End of the con. We're waiting for Agiel Godot up. He's got no line. I said, you know, what? let me get a let me get an autograph. I, I'm really into the DC stuff. Some guy was selling pop figures for like half price, trying to move them. Pick up one of those. Pick up an autograph ticket. Have my blue paint pen ready. Celebrity. Uh, CA, right? Celebrity Authentics, right? They got to put the stick there. They got to put the decal on right? there. I said, could you not put it in the front? Well, we're pros, and that's where it should go. I said, I really don't want it in the front. How about the back? I said, how about underneath where no one sees it? <laughs> so I'm serious. I don't, I don't really want this, but whatever. Um, she goes, oh, you came prepared. You got your own pen and everything. And, yep, so I've seen a ton of these. I know how to work them. Said, All right, uh, whatever. She opens the paint pen and violently is shaking it. Uh. Where the top exploded, what? the the tip of the paint pen comes off, <laughs> blew everywhere, <laughs> blew on her on her dress, oh boy. blew on her hands, blew on the table. Your pen exploded. I don't, why'd you open it? <laughs> I don't know. You don't shit. I don't know. She puts the tip back. She wasn't screaming. No, she's pretty calm. Uh, the the there wasn't really a blob of blue. What happened was. She said exploded. The tip, she was shaking it so hard with the with the cap knot on, it came off. Um, I've never tried it, so I don't know what was going on. Um, so the blue just kind of hit the table and kind of went, and it just went in her hands or whatever. Well, she puts it back. I said, listen, if that's a problem, let's not do it. And tested it. He goes, nah, I'll sign, you know, whatever. I, I, this is why I shot my target. And so I'm sorry. I didn't, I don't know why you opened it and shook it. Standing there, so the figure's fine. He's signing. I said, "Oh, you know, you have a cyborg movie coming out, a solo one." He gave like a date of like, "Ah, March 18, whatever, something, June 18, 2018." I said, "You know, did the schedule get moved around? Because you know, Spider-Man and Marvel." He's like, "Yeah, Spider-Man's Marvel, man." I was like, "Yeah, I know, but you know, Marvel redid their schedule because of Spider-Man, and then I know with Ben Affleck's Batman movie, they were shuffling around a lot." So I didn't know when the movie, but I'm pretty sure you have a solo movie coming, all right? He goes, yeah, I got to be honest with you, I don't follow that. So, you know, mm. it's like, oh, so maybe the movie's not coming out in 2018. Uh, and he goes, thanks for asking and supporting, though. <laughs> I said, yeah, 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 I know. So he, be, I don't, uh, you know, he was, uh, he had, I don't know. So Gal Gadot, <clears throat> at first, all of a sudden, we're going for the Fisher photo, and they tell us, you can't bring the bags in the room. Now, normally, you go in with the bag. They take your bag around the curtain. They put it on the table. As soon as you get the photo, you grab your bag. Now, you can't do that. You can't even bring it in the room. They're throwing it into this mess of, a, of an aisle. Before and you enter, it's even before you... It's it's like before you went to the hallway of the room. It's yeah. where the line is. So, they made a makeshift area to put bags in with one staff member there. So, I guess it was a last-minute thing about the bags. And it was kind of weird... No. That Fisher wouldn't allow bags. Uh, I think it was for the Gal Gadot. I well, don't know what the it, deal was it, with her. It was. Supposedly, when we came in, the guy go, uh, one of the guys in Fry goes, Gal Gadot has said she wants nothing in the room besides people. Nothing. No bags. I think she wanted them. No pocketbooks. No nothing. So what, what are you going to do with the bags? I don't know. I don't know. Bad. So it was really messy to put your bag in, get the photo op, and now explain to the hand what your bag looks like as one by one and you know it's just it's traffic jam mm -hmm. it wasn't as bad as when we went back for Godot because they finally figured it out that they let people in there to get their own bags and out two at a time 
instead of you know saying no, we're in charge of. Anyway, yeah. So uh, Godot, uh, we got. I mean, she was friendly when you went in there, but then she's sitting. She's pregnant, uh, I guess, yeah, or whatever. whatever. And then you got to go. We're trying to get the eight by ten. We don't trust Froggy. There's people screaming. They won't let anybody near the table to see them. Then they're holding them up like it's an auction. Is this you? <laughs> uh, just yeah. I mean, just. People are screaming at the volunteers. The volunteers are getting security. I'll kick you out. You ain't kicking me out until I get my photo. How are we gonna? People are crying, the screaming. Crying. I don't deserve this. Fighting. You want a piece of me? It's crazy. People are getting crazy. Husband and wives with their eight-month-year-old are screaming at each other. It's, it like brings out the worst in people over like a celebrity op. Like it's okay. <laughs> so I, that stuff is crazy to me. Gail now supposedly Gail. One of someone we know got a signature from her. Oh yeah. Uh, she signed her Hebrew name, Ugh. I guess. Or he said it looks like Hebrew. I don't know. It looks to me like a G squiggle. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. So then he asked for her to sign Wonder Woman. She put WW. And he said something like, "Can you sign your full name, not your Hebrew name?" She goes, "I'll sign it the way I want." Mm-hmm. I asked us again. This is a secondhand story, so I don't know the real thing. But she's she's not nice in the street. She said hi, but she wanted again no touching of the babies. Uh, you know, just another ordeal, an ordeal, an ordeal. Like, don't touch the actress unless the actress initiates the touching. Yeah, the woman was like, "Why don't you just tell them don't touch?" She said, "Well, some people, if you if she offers her hand, you can shake it, but if she hugs you and she does, the ba ba ba, why are you making a hundred rules? Go in there, take the op, get out." Anyway, so that's over with. Thankfully, the con is over with, and shall never be discussed again. I don't think she'll ever do a con again. So help us, God. I just don't think... I don't see it happening. Uh, I think she got her payday and uh, calls it a day. At the end of the day, it's frustrating as it is and annoying. Um, I got everything I got. I I paid for everything. I got everything I paid for. It's a long trip. So, real quick. uh, Last night, when we were in the hotel, I decided I had to take a shower. Uh, Great. Anyway, so... uh, well, you were uh, while I was in the shower and in the bathroom, you were watching the shocking uh, Dave Chappelle hosting of Saturday Night Live. Now, the shocking part is that Dave Chappelle, although he's hilarious, great comedian, he's been touring for many years, has basically been completely off the mainstream map for almost ten years now. So you watched it. What do you think? Probably longer. I mean, uh, well, he looks old. And you brought up a great point of how he probably, we've, no one's ever seen him in HD before. No, I don't think so. So I think that makes perfect sense. Um, but I thought his monologue ran a little long. It was a little political and, you know, just the crowds don't really react well. And he's a little over the place. He was talking about like Harambe and then like people in Cincinnati are dressing up like Harambe. So he hopes police doesn't shoot people now. Like, it just, like, it was funny, but he was just, you know, his stand-up is very different than, like, his sketch stuff. But the best sketch made one of my, everyone loved the monologue, so I'd have to rewatch it. I was half asleep. But I thought one of the best skits of all time was he parodies The Walking Dead. Yeah. He plays Black Negan. And the, the instead of the Walking Dead cast, it's all the old Chappelle show yeah. cast. It was fantastic. Tyrone Biggins, White yes. Power, Player Haters Ball uh, with, with Ashley Larry, right? Uh, Prince? Yeah, Prince? Uh, no Prince? No Prince. Probably just out of respect for Prince. Yeah. He had uh, uh, 
who's the guy? You know the uh, the uh, uh, the uh, when he does the racial draft. The oh white guy. yeah, the guy in the, in the right? like powder on his right. face. The white guy, right? Yes. He plays him. Yes. Uh, you know, no, 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 no. Trump is making America great again. He was great. It was great to see that. But you can also tell uh, it's been 14 years, but he's just all the characters look old. <laughs> like, like, old. He couldn't do the voice for Tyrone anymore. He just did his own uh, Chappelle voice. He was like, yeah, yeah, I'm a crackhead. It was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it ended kind of weird. I wasn't really paying attention. I was just thought to see all the guys at one, you know, all the characters again to really put a rest to the show. I thought it was great. He, um, I guess he. Like a again, someone said he did like a political rant, and people were acting out. But I, I don't know. To see Chappelle do a sketch show other than his, to see him out in the open, not promoting anything, just Dave Chappelle. Uh, I thought it was really good. The writing on SNL sucks, so you can't yeah, you can't terrible. base that. He, just, he looks then, older than when we saw him four I months know, ago. What the hell? I just so um. Yeah, I was going to say, all right, so then the last bit was, uh, it's official. They are now shooting season nine of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, my, my favorite. Da, 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 da. I mean, my favorite, favorite, favorite. Have, uh, everyone, they got Ted and Mary back. They got uh, Funkhauser. They got, they got me back, Larry. Sorry. Sorry. Dave Osborne. I, I still can't talk, Larry. Larry. Best friend. I'm not your best friend. <laughs> they got Leon back. I mean, that's right, right, Larry. I'm back. I'm back in. I mean, anything that guy does is funny. That is, I am super pumped. Well, this one, it's in LA. Yeah. yeah. Well, the last, I think it was the last season, or yeah, how to be the last season was the New York season. Yeah, I mean, I, it was good, but I think it belongs in LA. Yeah, but also, I mean, when, when he did the New York season, it was, you know, he did a Bill Buckner episode. Yeah, yeah. Right? Michael J. Fox. I think, but I, to me, the Michael J. Fox episode is like one of the top three. Oh, that's the Parkinson's. He's got the... Are, are you faking? Oh, that's the Parkinson's. What is that? What the hell are you giving me this soda for? It's Parkinson's, Larry. He's <laughs> stomping upstairs. That's the Parkinson's. Uh, it's great. I mean, so he... I don't know. His stuff is genius. The Let stuff me ask he comes you up with. Let me ask you what was the first moment that, and I don't know if this was in the original, like, two-hour, like, pilot movie thing. Good question. The first instance where you said to yourself, watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, this show is not only insane, but it is, this thing is like anything I've ever seen. For me, it was, it was right in the first season, I believe, when he's, he, I think they were in, I want to say that they were in New York. Or something like that, and uh, yeah, because I remember they were in Central Park, and Jeff Garland, the Jeff Green character, and Jeff is is hanging out with this girl who wasn't even that attractive, but it turned out it was his mistress, and he won't let Larry tell. You can't tell. You can't tell, Larry. You can't tell. That whole like interaction was uh, was hilarious. And then Larry, remember he had to lie to Susie and say it was him that was having the oh, affair? Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you mine. Uh, when I, I didn't see the pilot originally. I don't know why. I didn't see the one hour special until like yeah. years later. I didn't even know it existed. My, when I first saw, I thought like the first episode was funny. It was Seinfeldian. I think it was the third episode and uh, guest star Bob Odenkirk is Porno uh. Gill. With the porno <laughs> gill and the porno party. Uh, Odenkirk's the best. I mean, uh, out of my chair, laughing. Out of my seat. Caught the whole episode. 
just out of this world stuff that I is just hilarious. I, I would say for me also um, a couple of things. <clears throat> for me, the whole thing with the restaurant and Larry pissing off, pissing off uh, Michael York and Ted Dancing. Well, he's hiring the guy because he's a, that whole. But he also did a formula where season one and two. Season one has no structure. It's every episode's a Seinfeld. Yeah. Every episode is a one-off. Season two, he's trying to get a pilot for Costanza, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get a pilot for Elaine. Why do you want to do HBO? Season three, the restaurant. One of the, the whole season arc is great. The ending is great. Oh yeah. Then he's got season four, the producers. Oh. How genius is that? How genius is the producer? And Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. And the funniest thing about the producer season was. The whole thing, me like an idiot. I've seen the producers. I never no. caught on no, that he no, was no, doing no, no, the no. producers. No, it's great. I never great. caught on. And it backfires. <laughs> That's the point. Seeing Larry win is so great, and he wins at the end of season three. Everyone, the restaurant's miserable. Oh, he's hiring the to wrong see people. Mel Brooks turn out to be the producer. The producer, the, yes. Bialystok guy. It's I was great. like, I, I yeah, like an great. idiot. I yeah. never saw it coming. And another fun fact oh. of season of this producer season, right? First of all, they get Stiller, who's great. They get Schwimmer. the blind guy is back from season one with the move. Yeah. Uh, one of the best lines ever. You know, the flash is red. Larry, I don't even know what red is. <laughs> well, I can't. Yeah, right. I can't really describe it. Touche. Yeah. Great. So you don't see the twist coming, and. What you don't know too, a lot of people don't know. Larry started off a stand-up and yeah. stunk. No, he was terrible. He's terrible, and he finally does good stand-up at the end of the season. The whole thing is great. It's it, the, I really like the seasons with a good arc where they have a few throwaway episodes. It, and it, 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 the other thing is, it's funny when I, I remember when it first came on uh, the first that first like two hour or whatever one hour special where it was. Yeah, because <laughs> you Caroline know, Ray is in it. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I was. Huge fan of Seinfeld, but like Larry David, you know, in terms of Larry David, I never had two thoughts about uh, him. I never. just felt like, you know, the the little that like it was to me, he was almost like an enigma. Like nobody knew who this guy was. Who is this guy? I didn't know he was. I didn't know what he looked like. Well, yeah, because he he always cameoed on Seinfeld. He was the guy in the cape, right? He's the guy giving, he's voice. giving the George the dollar on the on the on the concession. He's yeah. It's never. He's the guy on the TV that Jerry wakes up to. You don't really know him or anything. There's no pre-internet. There's no like behind-the-scenes photos. There's no interviews. And here's the funny part. Yeah. I, I love Seinfeld, and I have a few. I have some friends and all that are Seinfeld devotees. They bought the DVDs, the Blu-ray, blah 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 blah. I don't even watch Seinfeld anymore. And the number, the reason is, it's like. Curb your enthusiasm is so above and beyond Seinfeld. It's, it's, I can't even go back. I can't go back to Seinfeld. Uh, I can't say I can't go back to Seinfeld, but it's very hard. How do I put this? Like a sitcom comedy, like King of Queens, let's say. There's a 20-minute show where I, it's just mindless, stupid stuff. Curb every sentence you have to pay attention to because everything. It's almost like it's just. I don't. I can't even. I can't even explain it. You know, everything leads to something. Which Seinfeld did, and I just love that. Take exit 26W uh, to Westchester. God. Oh, West. You know, a whistle in, a, in an episode leads to a, the finale, <laughs> and it all comes together, right? It's always something. So you gotta just, you know, Larry David. Larry David telling people off that you always want to tell, tell off is great. Like there's an episode where. There's well, the other, so the many, other good thing is. 
that real quick is that the characters do not change. They are scumbags from the beginning of this series to the end. Like Seinfeld. Right, 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 exactly. That's why, like, the, the finale of Seinfeld, people were like, oh, this is terrible. And look, it wasn't really funny, but the end of it, I was one of the few people, I remember it, it ended, and the next, the next, like, day where I was talking to people, and they were like, oh, this makes no sense. And I was like, no, you don't understand. This is genius. Yes, it wasn't funny, but it's genius. You have to understand the genius he basically showed that all of these people, these characters, were scumbags. They were scumbags. You know, all this, this whole time that that everybody, you know, loved the Seinfeld characters. But, but the characters were awful. Like in the real world, right? they were horrible. And then he took that into curb. But I think also too. First of all, he addresses it in a season and does uh, a, and he does a Seinfeld reunion uh, and talks great. about. Uh, I mean, you he gets Banya back. How great is that? He the only gets, thing I would uh, say about the Seinfeld season, <coughs> sorry, is that the season itself I thought stunk. I thought Jerry was terrible. I did not like that season. But I think the episode when they finally aired the episode, I thought the episode was hilarious. I think the season, but I think that's what it was supposed to be. Jer- like, although the Michael Richards part was hilarious. Richards is good. Also, where they made fun of the the, the whole black thing, where he's yeah, screaming Leon at him. Leon Black is talking to him. <laughs> you know, I wish there was there was a word that, that I could call you right now. And the Groats disease. Ah, uh, Groats, man. I yeah, but I think, but I think that's what it was. I think it's supposed to. Sh- I took it as like they were over the characters and just doing it almost as like a, you know, yeah. the whole thing was addressed. The makeup for the finale. What's wrong with the finale? I love the finale. What's the problem? I, I, I that show is just above and beyond. Uh, like you said, there's nothing like it. There will be nothing like it. And to be very honest with you, as much as I am pumped for season nine, yeah. I'm trying to hold it back a little bit because sometimes yeah. expectations exceed what's going on. I think. You just have to accept the fact that it, it will be back. Everyone's trying. The, everybody, the characters are back and just trying to enjoy it. But I personally would love to see Larry and Cheryl get back together. Because I thought as a husband and wife that they were really, really good. And I think they should be together just to play off of each other in every episode. Right. Well, he just follows his real life. He got divorced in real life. Yeah. divorced in the show. That's it. Yeah. Actually, though, seeing Larry date was great. The chicken... <laughs> The chicken episode with the, oh, with, with, the Gina Gershon? with Gina Gershon. Yeah. Uh, with that is is come eat with us, Larry. Come us. Come here is great. Yeah. I'm big Jew. <laughs> and that was with the son of Lave, Super Dave. Yeah. What is? You know they're having sex upstairs. Get out, yeah, and Larry's down. ripping him. Get out of my house. You you we don't know your Jewish roots. He's throwing the yarmulke at him because <laughs> that's the episode when Super J- Dave like is big. Judaism for yeah, whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. How could you eat here? It's Palestinian chicken. This place oh. is dirty. It's dirty, Larry. It's, it's dirty. got such great chicken. Uh, how do you write Palestinian chicken? Oh, and that man. is, again, one of the top three episodes ever. Ever. Uh, the genius behind it. Not just because, on the, like you said, there's just layers of the episode. And I think with the Seinfeld finale. You got Richard Lewis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh. They break character. They leave it in because they, they act like real people. Uh, yeah, 
it's great. It's great. It, it, there was nothing like it. And uh, so right. meeting him was a highlight. Yeah. Even though you said, even though uh, messed I, that up. I, I <laughs> no, was that me or you who screwed that one up? It was me. Wasn't it? I asked him about the claymation episode. He goes, what are you talking oh, about? Oh, he would no. He goes, he was talking to some girl with me. He goes, Oregon, Oregon. How do yeah. you say it? And he looked at me and goes, did I do that in, in, in an episode? I said, I don't think so. And he did one of his like, dun, 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 where he's staring. Yeah, he's he like, was kind of sh- looking up. He's like, are you sure? No, no. He said, no, I don't think he was Oregon, think, Oregon. That's a good idea, maybe. Yeah. Imagine if that comes if that, up. I swear I was going to say, if, if that, that comes, comes up. up I am gonna go bonkers. I'm gonna say it for we should we should put it on record. This yeah. is where he got his idea from. We know nothing about these scripts. Oregon, Oregon. Don't know. Yeah, the guy do it with another word? I don't think so. Yeah. That just tells you that guy's always thinking. So oh, yeah, yeah, so then again, Larry left in season seven after Susan I dies. Didn't realize he's it. gone. And then Jerry took over and did like the backwards episode. And so they were going to do a claymation episode yeah, of Seinfeld. There was three episodes they were going to do. The, the claymation. They were going to focus only on like B characters like Banya, uh. Newman, and like the George's parents or something like that. And that was going to be the whole episode. I won't tolerate vermin! Uh, and I forgot what the third one was. It was, it was another. It was something almost like a 24. Like it was supposed to set in real time, I think. Something wow. weird like that. And uh, Greg goes, oh, Larry, what about that claymation? I was like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Well, you know, I never did that. He's like, no, never thought of it. No, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Moved right on. That was it. <laughs> picture, right on. Well, uh, I had him take the picture first. I know. It's right on. Uh, that guy, you can pick that guy's I already, I, uh, you know, I was pretty starstruck, which I, when I saw him, I went to ask him, like, well, how do you, do you like Sour Grapes, the movie? Because I kind of like it. What was that? This, only feature film that he did besides Clear History. No, he did the uh, the Woody Allen movie that was terrible. First feature film. Sorry, oh. excuse me. First feature film. It was Steven Weber and uh, what's his name? Craig, uh, the guy you just got on Unreal. Craig. Uh, oh. Uh, Biko. Biko. Burko. Craig Burko. Yeah. Burko. Okay. Funny guy. Okay. Here's the simple setup. Guy gives his friend a dollar. Plays the dollar. Wins the jackpot. Uh. And it's 90 minutes of Seinfeldism. Ah. But again, it was, you know, I just was a. I liked it because it was. To me, it was Seinfeld with different actors. You know? yeah. And I like Weber. I like Mirko. I like those guys. So. Yeah. I check met it both out. of them. No, both nice guys. Yeah, check it out. All right. Uh, see you next time. All right. We got 50 minutes left on the road. Uh, so. God. See you next time. Kill is us. right. Kill us. Nah, we're almost done. The home stretch is here. Richard! I'm not the bastard, I'm not the fraud. I'm not the photo! Yeah.